Okay, so. Chapter one uh, talks about introduction to the world of technology. Um, chapter one is kind of a broad overview of computers, uh, technology. So it talks about a lot of different topics, goes into a lot of different areas. It's not really targeting specific, specific on one thing. It's kind of broad. Um, hopefully that doesn't like scare you or deter you from kind of what the chapters are about. Uh, the other chapters are a little more more focused on like certain topics and areas dealing with computer technology. But chapter one is kind of you know touches on a little bit of everything. Um, so as we talk about uh, technology and computers, um, what do you guys? How are you guys feeling about technology? What do you guys think about it? You guys think uh, it's moving too fast, too slow? Is it good or is it bad? Too dependent? Not dependent enough. How do you guys feel? Uh, Cole. Mm, honestly, I don't, I don't really think about it. I, I mean, kid, I can see it going a little too fast at this point. But in my opinion, yeah, this is right now just, just going through it. Going through it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, here, what would you say? Um, I like it's getting better every day. It's getting better every day? Okay, uh, so like I hear people people say uh, technology like makes other people lazy. Yeah, I agree. You guys agree? Right. Yes. <laughs> but I think maybe what you hear like it makes things easy. Yeah. But you guys would call that lazy? You can do so much with it. But it's making everything easy, right? It makes it more efficient. But then some people will call that lazy, though. Because it depends on what they're doing. Yeah. If it involves something that, like, say you have to get up and go out to do versus, you know, maybe just sitting there, that's what you consider, you know, laziness, I guess. So being active? Active. As a human, you still need to stay active, but you can use technology. Like it's all about the purpose. Yeah. Like what is the purpose of the technology? What is the purpose of technology? Like, yeah. So like, if it's to make something easier or more convenient, <coughs> then not, not the like sitting there watching Netflix for like ten hours. It should be something to help us, not it should be the center of our lives. It should be something to help us, not the center of our lives. Okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, what are you gonna say? Oh, uh, that I guess like you can think it's lazy because. If something that took you a couple of hours to do now takes you like 20 minutes, what are you doing with the rest of the time? Like are you just doing something else on technology that's just like, you're not, it's not making you do anything? I guess that's like one way to look at it. So it can make you lazier because it frees up more time. And you might choose to do absolutely nothing. And you might choose to do nothing. Okay. So if you work on a job and your job, you're supposed to work there for eight hours, um, and your job takes you, let's say, seven hours to do it. If there was a way that you can get it done in three, would you do it? Yeah, of course. But since I'm on the job, I know for a fact they're going to want me to do things for the rest of the time. So what do you do in that situation? <laughs> Whatever other work I can do. 
I slow down. You act like you're busy. No, I'm just messing. But I, I, can, I can get that. I can understand that. Um, Besides being lazy, it actually saves lives. Saves lives? Yeah. Okay. What, what do you mean by that? Saves lives? Like, for example, hospitals now, they use technology for everything. Definitely, definitely. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I, have, I had a couple of like nursing students and kind of talking about technology, computers, and um, it's interesting to hear both sides of it. Because um, I mean, we look at things and you know we see the benefits of it, and then other people actually work with the machines and the computer technology they have a different perception and different encounter with it. Um, but there's definitely two sides to it. Um, I thought I saw another hand. <clears throat> I was gonna say, so you just said earlier, whatever works, you know, you pretend you have three hours of time that you get. It's just how you utilize that time, I guess. I guess if you watch Netflix for three hours since you have time, that's being lazy, but if you go to the gym, if you, you know, active, doing chores, then you know, you're being active, so that's not, you know, you're utilizing your time wisely instead of being lazy, so. Okay, so it's how, kind of how you use your time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's being efficient, I think. Gotcha. Okay, that's being efficient. I, that's I how technology it. helps you, gives you time to do more other things that you usually wouldn't have time for. Gotcha. Okay, I like that, I like that. Anna, what were your thoughts? I'm just thinking how everybody just says, um, oh, I don't know this, I don't know, and everyone's response is Google it, Google it. Like everybody just Googles everything. And even like, for instance, my daughter, she did a report, and I told her, where are the books? She said, why do you think about using books? I said, you just, you just got everything off the internet, you don't have any other sources? She's like, oh, mom, I forgot. <laughs> so they are, they are kind of lazy. Because that's the first thing I told her, why are you being lazy? So it, it's interesting too when you talk about technology and the perception of it based off of kind of you know what era you grew up in um, because like younger the younger generation would look at that and say why would I go to the library when I can be more efficient sitting here on a computer and have access to more books like through online but like from where, you know, how we grew up, in a sense, like, that's how we did things. That's how we were able to find information. Um, we didn't have Google. We didn't have the internet. We had uh, encyclopedias to look through and, and find our information that way. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting to, to see and hear both sides of things. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Even like the whole thing with just cell phones and landlines, mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't even know what that is. How many people have landlines in here? Okay. So do you only have a landline because it came bundled with your internet? You don't use it, but they don't use it. Definitely, definitely. You guys know the grandma uses it. Do you guys know the the benefit of having a landline though? No. You don't need cell service. Uh, not not so much. Uh. You don't need cell service. So you don't need cell service. Um, what else? 
there's there's another key key benefit to having a landline. Emergencies. Emergencies. Right. So if you call 911 from a landline, they know your exact location. They know exactly where to go. If you call from a cell phone, they get the nearest cell tower and kind of have the GPS, but they don't know your exact location. So if you call from a landline, you call 911, all you have to do is call, you don't have to say anything, and they'll just show up to your house because that's what they do in the protocol of emergency. Um, but they would know exactly where to go. So if someone was in your house, like you don't have to say anything, you just dial 911, leave the phone off the hood, and they'll be able to come to your house. So that's kind of one of the benefits of having um, a landline. And your battery never dies. Your battery never dies, you don't have to charge it, so that, that's cool. All right, so, um, goes through some objectives. Um, but in the society that we live in now, like computers are pretty much everywhere. Um, everywhere we go, everywhere we are at, we're encountering and interacting with computers. Um, uh, I mean, even like things now, like going out to eat, right? There are, like McDonald's, they have machines that take your orders now, right? Um, I mean, they still have people, but they also have a machine where you can order your food and do it that way. So like simple things like, you know, just eating, now we're kind of interacting with computers to do that. Um, so computers are becoming a very, very important part of our lives. Um, and this term is known as pervasive computing. It's also called ubiquitous. So those two terms mean the same thing. And they're just referring to about how computers are used everywhere. They are playing an important role in our lives. Um, <clears throat> And so, like when computers were first initially kind of created and, and used, they were more for businesses. Um, businesses and companies, they owned computers, they used them um, to do whatever they were trying to do. But they were like big, they were very expensive. There wasn't like the little computer that we see now in a lot of our homes. Um, is there anybody here who doesn't have a computer in their home? So everyone has a computer. Um, like that wasn't always the case. Although it seems like why wouldn't you have a computer? Um, like computers wasn't, you know, what it is now wasn't used in the way that it is now. Um, it was a lot different back, you know, in the early 80s. But we're at a place now to where computers are important and like pretty much every household has some type of computer because that's just the dependency and the value and the use of computers and how we use them. Like growing up, my first experience with a computer uh, was in, it was in like elementary, and like we went to the computer lab like once a week or something like that, and it was just to play games. Um, <laughs> that that was it though. Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail um, that was pretty much it. Um, we went there one. We went there once a week and played games, but I, I didn't like understand what I was doing. Didn't know like this is going to be the future. This is what I need to learn and stuff like that. It was just something to get out of class and play games on. Um, but then, like, you know, a lot of students now, a lot of people now, most of you guys probably grew up with computers in your home, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I say, I didn't, I didn't have a computer in my home until uh, maybe like my junior or senior year of high school. Um, so that was like three years ago. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like my junior, senior year of high school, that's when I had a computer in my home. Um, but other than that, like, the only time I saw a computer, interacted with a computer, was at school. 
And like I say, we didn't use computers every day like that. We wasn't writing papers, turning them in. We wasn't doing research with them. It was primarily to play games uh, and do other fun stuff with. Um, so, but now, like I say, they're important. Uh, we use them in a lot of areas of our lives. And this is kind of showing a picture of like one of the first computers, which is that huge, big, you know, processor. Um, and this was like, say, one of the first computers we used in elementary to play games on. Um, so, um, Team iPhone, in case you guys didn't know, um, we don't talk about the other brand in here. If you mention it, uh, you'll probably get dropped. But, uh, so, it uh, goes into kind of the history, and you don't need to necessarily know this or remember this for the test or anything, it's just kind of valuable information. Um, what's wrong with this picture? <laughs> so, um, how many of you guys ever used a typewriter before? How many of you guys ever seen a typewriter? Okay. That's all um, my grandpa uses. A typewriter? Yeah, he sells it like a 1941. Wow. That's what he uses. Wow. Yeah. I used to do my reports on it before computers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Um, it's interesting though, it's interesting. Um, yeah, like, that's kind of like was how we used to write our papers. Uh, we wanted something really nice and neat, we typed it up on the typewriter. Um, but the old way of like kind of erasing or backspacing with a typewriter was to use Whiteout. Um, and so she's learning, you know, getting used to technology, but she's still not quite there because she's putting Whiteout on the screen. Um, so, yeah. We don't want to be that way. We want to know and understand what we're doing. And basically that term is called computer literacy. And that's just understanding what a computer is and how they're used. All right. And that's an essential skill that everyone should have, uh, especially in today's day and age. Um, those basic computer skills are, uh, they're not like just uh, um, something that's like, look that is good, but it's like something that's almost a necessity, something that you need to have. Uh, you should know how to, you know, go on a computer, how to check your email. Um, like my parents are older and I'm, you know, trying to gradually teach them and show them, you know, how to use computer. Uh, my mom, she has an iPhone and she just started texting like maybe, maybe about two years ago, she just kind of started texting. Like she had the phone and she knows how to make phone calls. But as far as text, like she never really used it. And then she kind of slowly got into it. And now she's, she's almost there. Um, she's using a couple emojis now. Um, <laughs> she hasn't gotten into like the memes and gifts yet, but she's, she's at the emoji stage. So we're like trying to, slowly trying to kind of build her up. Um, my dad, he's still kind of holding on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still holding on. Um, I mean, he has a smartphone now, but he's he, like he still doesn't text. He'll read a text, but he won't respond through text. He'll call you. That's my dad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so he'll look at it, read it, and then he'll call you. Like, what did you say? Or what did you want? Just like, saying hi, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, the, but those are just the basic computer literacy skills that you know we should want and and that you kind of need in today's society. Um, and it talks about like the convergence of how everything is kind of becoming smart and everything is kind of becoming one now. Um, how many of you guys have like smart devices in your house? Okay. How many of you guys like feel comfortable with smart devices? 
And you guys are scared of smart devices. definitely have you thinking um, about a lot of the things, devices that you have. And I'm not saying that everything is bad and don't trust anything, um, but just be aware of you know the devices that you are purchasing and have in your home. Um, one of the big things like with uh, Alexa, like a lot of people didn't really understand that it's constantly like listening to you and recording. Because it's constantly listening for you to say, hey Alexa. So even though it's not like on and you don't hear it, it's listening, like it's on recording, waiting for you to say, hey Alexa, for it to be able to respond to you. Um, but a lot of people didn't know that initially kind of buying it, they just, oh, this is a cool device. And, and it's, it is cool, it does a lot of things, control things in your home, but just that aspect people didn't know about. Um, so it's just a matter of being aware of the devices, the things that you're using in your home. Um, and it talks about some different ways that we use computers, um, exchanging emails, uh, shopping, paying bills, just kind of, you know, basic things that we do um, using a computer now. Um, download music and movies legally. Um, how many guys are gamers? Okay. Uh, PC or are you guys? I brought my keyboard with me. Brought your keyboard with me. <laughs> what do you play, Steve? <laughs> what do you play, Steve? Uh, League of Legends, Hearthstone. No Fortnite? I'm not 12. What? That's the new one? Okay. Fortnite's already old and fun. Wow. I was just getting good. I started winning. <laughs> I gotta learn something. It's okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of a lot of different things we do and use our our computers for. Um, make sure the sound is.
I show you guys that? The frustrations with technology. Frustrations. Um, so the first part was, was kind of cool though, right? Just being able to walk, talk, and have everything kind of do things for you. Do you guys think that was lazy or? Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> so he's able to do everything in like 10 minutes and leave his house and you guys call it lazy. <laughs> but he's saving time, right? You can sleep longer if you can wake up and just do that, right? There's a power outage. Yeah. Well, if there's a power outage, then you're not going to wake up from your alarm anyway, and you're going to miss. <laughs> um, but no, the, the first part of it was cool. He's, you know, able to do everything, just talk, commands. Um, and it wasn't until you started to have problems, you realize and understand, like, how big of a problem this actually is. Um, to not be able to get into your house, right? Um, if your car was kind of controlled that way, if you're stuck outside of your car and it's raining, um, and it's listening to your voice command and it's not working for some reason, then that you know becomes a problem. Or if you're in danger and somebody's chasing you and you're trying to get in your car, get away from something, um, but it's not like picking up your voice or doing what it's supposed to do, it becomes a problem. Um, and so, like, a lot of technology, a lot of smart homes are being built and created, and they're, you know, people who kind of function, and this is kind of their lives, that's how they live. Um, but it's not until, like, you know, the problems occur where you start to really think about technology and, like, is this really worth it? Do I really need this? Because if something happens, then what am I going to do? What is my backup plan, right? Um, if there was maybe a key that also went with that door, then it, that's not a, such of a big deal, right? So it's just kind of having built in that backup plan of, well, if this doesn't work, I have my key. If this doesn't work, then I'll just do this. Um, but some people are just solely dependent on technology. And there is no backup plan. If something goes down, if something goes wrong, then they're kind of screwed or out of luck. <coughs> so um, talks about the smart appliances, smart home, and how, like I said, a lot of homes, a lot of appliances are now smart now. Have you guys seen like the smart refrigerator? What do you guys think about it? Doesn't it order groceries for you? It can order groceries for you, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it can, like, based off of, you know, what you're running low on, or you can kind of set up an automatic reordering system, and it can automatically reorder groceries for you. So if you use milk, like, every two weeks, uh, at the end of that two weeks, it can already have milk, like, being in route to get to you so that you don't run out of milk and then have to go to the store to get milk. Milk is already weekly shipped there. I watch YouTube on it. Huh? I watch YouTube on it. You watch YouTube on it? Uh-huh. Nice, nice. And and that's, it sounds like, well, why would I watch YouTube on it, right? But then if you're trying to cook something that you're seeing on YouTube, then it's nice to have that in the kitchen with you as you're following along trying to cook something, right? You can, you play music when you play music. Um, also, I don't know if yours, uh, I saw one where like if you're at the, at the grocery store, you can connect to it and see what's inside your refrigerator. From your phone, yeah. From your phone, right? It has the camera inside. So, so if you're at the store and you're not sure. <laughs> so if you're at the store and you're not sure like, wait, do I have eggs or do I have this? Because you want to make breakfast, you can look on your phone and see what you have in your refrigerator. So that way you don't like not buy something because you think you have it. That's cool, right? 
Why is someone steal your food? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian, go back check the table. <laughs> um, but that's that's to me that like that's cool. And I know some people would say that's lazy. Um, take a picture before you leave. Like who does that? Like I'm coming from work. And I just want to see what I have. Um, but that's just like, like I said, the smart appliances. There are a lot of smart devices out there um, that are convenient. And then some people would call it lazy. I call it convenient. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about some. Um, so in education, some of the different ways we use technology, computers, um, a lot of ways, right? Uh, we have online classes now that we can offer um, to students using a computer. Um, books. You guys like e-books? Yeah. No. Depends on the class. Yeah. Depends on the class. Okay. Um, what do you guys like about ebooks? The convenience. Convenience. What do you guys don't like about ebooks? Like having to read the font and like zooming in all the way. Like it makes it weak. I don't know. Cause I wear glasses and contacts, so it's like really hard to like read off the screen. And like I just like, start thinking of other things while I'm reading, so it's just like I don't know. And gotcha. I, get, I just don't like it at all. Like I hate math online homework. Sometimes I, I, I like I go airplane mode when I'm trying to do something so that I don't get any notifications or don't kind of venture off too much. Um, I, it, it's still easy because you have other devices around that you can easily just look at or like I have a smart watch so it'll come through on my watch instead of you know whatever I'm looking at so I, I can understand that I can understand that. Um, like I said I, I like ebooks I like the convenience of it always having it. Um, I try to read, you know, in different places wherever I'm at. If I'm stuck in the long line, I try not to, to let that bother me and take advantage of the time. And I'll try to read, a, you know, a couple pages or something like that. Um, and I like just, you know, being able to have my books wherever I go. Um, the one, I guess, thing I don't like is if I'm trying to, like, study and take notes from, then I like to, I like to have, like, the book itself. And I like to input my notes kind of digitally. So like I store them in like one of my apps that I use to keep my notes in, but I don't want to have to switch screens back and forth if I'm using the ebook. So I like a physical book if I'm taking notes, actually inputting records. But if I'm just reading, looking at something, then I just prefer an ebook. Um, so it really just depends on kind of I feel like what you're doing, what the subject is, what the matter is, um, whether you kind of you know can like ebooks or not. Um, I hear there's a lot of like high schools now adopting ebooks and like they're giving that to their high school students. So instead of them having to carry around like four or five different books, they put it all like on an iPad, a tablet, and their books are kind of distributed that way. What? Lazy? Why? I used to carry like five books. I used to lose those books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, that's that's what some schools are doing now. Um, trying to make it convenient and I guess easier on the student. Just to remember to bring one device instead of trying to remember to bring four or five different ones. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry. Um so yeah, uh, really um, so just show some examples how we use computers in our labs, classrooms. We have hotspots now, distance learning. We can learn in different locations, take classes in other you know, states, other countries. Um, and then on the job, how we use computers. Right? Anybody work a job where they don't have any contact with a computer? Yeah, I, I stalk at Macy's. No so, computer? Yeah, all I do is just put boxes on, like shoe boxes on. Do you scan? Uh, Do you well, scan? Sometimes, yeah. But uh, most of the time she wants it to come up here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Do you clock in using the computer? Well, yeah, but other than that, that's just what I do. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? Mike? I'm a coach. Coach? Yeah. Um, Besides clocking in. <laughs> okay. What, what sport? Gymnastics. Gymnastics. Um, you guys break down film? Do what? Break down film? No. Like, no film? Hmm. I check bags for, I work at the uh, LA Rams, so during game day I check people's bags, make sure they're bringing anything bad inside the stadium. Okay. The only technology we use is just walkie-talkies mm -hmm. to make you really into gates. Gotcha. Okay, so I got, I can go to the Rams game now. I got a coach, and I can go to Macy's. Okay. No, I'm just playing. Um, okay, Any, anybody else? A job with no, no computer, no technology really? Okay, so that's like three out of 40. Um, so, that just kind of shows just how much we use technology, how much we use computers. Um, the job you have, how'd you, how'd you apply? Uh, I didn't, I was a gymnast, well I am a gymnast and then I just got the job. This well, yeah, you're different, man. Sorry, <laughs> Cole, how'd you apply for your job? How'd I find my job? Yeah. Friends, so my friends told me about it and I applied. Well, how'd you apply? Online. Online, okay. Yeah. And Macy's online. Okay. So besides Michael, um, no, uh, like even getting the job, although it may not involve technology or computers, like you had to get the job by going on the computer, filling out application. Um, like I said, my dad is kind of older. I remember like when my younger brother like graduated from college, like he was, you know, trying to tell him like, you know, you need to get out there and start going to stores and filling out applications. And my younger brother's like, dad, like, People don't do that anymore. Like, you, if you walk in the store, they're going to tell you go online and fill out the application. Um, but just as, you know, it's thought process of still thinking things are, you know, everything being hand manually. Um, you know, that's what he was, you know, telling them go out to the stores and fill out an application. Which for some jobs, it, it might work just for them to see who you are, um, kind of present yourself to them. Some jobs may like that. Um, but in most cases, they're just going to tell you to go online and fill out the application. Um, so just kind of showing, you know, where we're at with, you know, technology. Um, 
It's used for access control, other security measures. So like kind of control who has access to what. Um, so if you work at a job where you have like a key card, right? So that key card grants you access into areas that you need access into. Um, everybody doesn't need access to every area of a company. Um, so you can do that, you know, using computers, you can section off who has access to what information and what technology. And this is just kind of showing some examples, decision makers, productivity, offsite communicating. Um, a lot of stores now, like involve tablets now, instead of having different registers, everybody has a tablet and they walk around and they're able to help you swipe your credit card and do that. Um, so just kind of showing where we're, where we're at now. Um, devices on the go, uh, self-checkout. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> you love it? Yeah. Okay. okay. I, just, I don't do it because I feel guilty. You feel guilty? Yeah, I feel bad. Are you still an item? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel bad for like, the people at the registers. Why? I just, I just feel like they're going to end up losing their job. You think so? Yeah. Thank so you. I was just so Okay, okay. I get you. I get you. How do you guys feel about, Betty, how do you feel about self checkout? self-checkout is cool. The, the one part I don't like about self-checkout is when people who don't know how to use self-checkout. Oh. That's what makes me mad. Um, there should be like a training that you have to go through to be certified <laughs> to use self-checkout. Because if everyone knows how to use it, then it moves fast. When you have people who are trying to figure it out, Yeah, yeah, that is, uh, yeah, 
and then, you know, it, it is a, an inconvenience to have to wait for someone to bring you bags. If they're dealing with someone else, um, you don't want, you know, think you're stealing bags now and you get arrested for stealing two bags from the grocery store. And it just looks bad, right? Um, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of things we encounter on the go. Um, you know, ATM machines, all those are, you know, computers that we interact with and deal with. So this is kind of showing some examples here, some kiosks, mobile payments. You guys use Apple Pay and um, I don't even know what. Samsung. Samsung. That's what it's called. Or Android. Um, no. Uh, do you guys use use those those different ways of paying though? You guys feel like they're convenient? Yeah. You guys, anybody scared of it? Don't trust it? Yeah. I don't trust myself. Yeah. <laughs> don't trust yourself, Steve? Oh, I'll spend too much money. It's too easy. It's too easy. I get you. I get you. Um, I don't have that much to spend, so I don't really have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just have like six dollars. <laughs> um, oh, how many of you guys have uh, like smart smart watches, smart devices? You guys don't have a smartwatch? Do you, you have one? Yeah. Okay. I'm not wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, you guys don't like the idea of it? You know, is the price expensive? expensive? Yeah. I don't wear a watch in the first place. So. You don't wear a watch at all? Yeah, I don't wear a watch. I only use my watch for running, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So all we need is just a. So for time, you use your cell phone? Yeah. If they were a little more inexpensive, would you guys get one? to respond, yes. Yeah, you would yeah, want to either draw or type um, or like speak into it. Um, so I guess the, the way that I look at it and use it is not so much to be able to like communicate back, but to just to be able to be notified of things. So it's kind of like a notification that keeps me from constantly pulling out my phone to actually doing things. So if I see a text message, I can see it and read it, but I don't have to respond to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> In a sense, kind of like a pager, right? So I can see the email. Okay, it's nothing important. I don't have to worry about it. I don't, I don't need to pull out my phone for that. I can see, okay, they're just saying hi. I don't have to, you know, write back right away or anything like that. Um, Tim, where are you going to well, say? Okay, yeah. That's kind of how I kind of look at it and use it. Um, somebody's calling me, instead of me having to pull out my phone, I can, I don't know that number, or I don't want to talk to them. Um, <laughs> like, I can do that, and it saves me time from finding my phone, looking at it, and then putting it back wherever it is. 
So I kind of like that aspect of it. I also use it like working out a lot, um, running. Um, uh, and I say just having those notifications. There's some places sometimes, like if I'm up here lecturing and I want to like check my message, I can just do that. And you guys don't know what I'm looking at. I could be looking at the time or I could be checking my messages, seeing how many likes, how many, you know. I, I can be looking at that and it's not like noticeable or it's not something um, that'll like, if you're working a job where you can't have your cell phone out, like the watch makes perfect sense. Because you can see all your messages. If there's an emergency, you can you know step out and respond to it. Um, but you, you're not breaking any rules because it's not your your phone. It's it's your watch. You're telling the time, as far as they know. <laughs> I don't feel like uh, imposter settings for like tests, like an average or smart watches too. So I don't make you guys turn them in. I just make you take it off and sit it on top of the, on the desk. Uh, actually, dang, I took away the towels. I'll figure it out. I'll just collect them. <laughs> Sell them back to you guys. Um, um, yeah, so if they're like they're definitely not a necessity. That's that's the main thing I'm getting at. Like you definitely don't need one. They're, your life is going to be the same whether you have a smartwatch or whether you don't. Um, but they do add a little convenience in certain areas, or depending on what you're doing, they add a lot of convenience to whatever it is you're trying to do. So I I haven't I haven't seen like concrete research mm -hmm. that connects those two. Um, I hear you know people are talking about it and and saying it, but I haven't seen any like official kind of concrete evidence that said this causes this or this does this. Um, so I don't really look too much into it. Um, That's I just, why I don't even have, like, I'll have it in my backpack. I don't carry it, and I won't carry it at all. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, like, my wife, she's um, uh, kind of similar. Um, she, like, doesn't like to not use technology, but she's real skeptical mm -hmm. on, on technology. Um, so a lot of things, like, she doesn't trust or she doesn't use because she feels like either the government's watching or like, you know, or something bad is going to happen, and which is fine. Like I don't, you know, force technology on her. Um, just kind of stay out of my space because I have a lot of technology and stuff that I use. Um, um, so it, it's it, it's not like like I said, I haven't seen any concrete evidence with that. Um, but like I say, she's like found articles and seen yeah, things. Exactly. Um, I've seen videos of like a 21, 22 year old constantly wear it on her chest, mm -hmm. and when they found it. She would always wear it inside yeah. her shirt. Oh. And so where they found, like, they detected the cancers where she always had her phone, and it was the shape of the phone. So it was interesting. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'm not wearing it. So I just thought, like, that's one of the reasons why I won't get one, is because of, I, I just figured it's, if it's on you all day, and I don't know if it has the same effect or not. I don't know. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, I, I get you. I get you. Um, like, I take mine off when I get home. Like, I don't, like, just wear it 24-7. Like, once I get home, there's no need for this because I, you know, can check my phone. Um, so even with that, like, 
like I, I don't just have everything like you know on me 24/7 either. Like I'm still kind of conscious of that, um, but I like the convenience of just you know kind of having that. So. Um, So this is talking about like the restaurant iPad ordering. Um, have you guys ever been to I think Stack? Um, so they basically have this kind of system where you can go, they give you an iPad, and you guys will place your order like all through the menus, everything is kind of given there for you, and that's how you place your order. Um, of course, if you don't know how to use the iPad, someone will come, you know, kind of show you. Um, but as a restaurant, to be able to kind of function in that way, it helps and creates other opportunities. Um, it creates other, you know, uh, other positions where other people can fill instead of having to have someone come to the table and take your order, which is like I say, something you can input on a machine, which goes directly back to the kitchen and then you know, it aligns and you'll kind of get your food that way. Um, so when you're kind of talking about, you know, the customers, how you kind of feel bad for them, for, you know, the self-checkout, um, I do, I do also, Maybe not as bad as you, um, but it's just like you have to kind of look at things from both sides. Um, from the consumer side of things, it's it looks bad because then there's less people actually working there. There's less you know human interaction, and those people will be out of a job. But if you own the business, you would prefer to go that route because it saves you money. It saves you time. The more machines you have that can do what a human can do, the more money you're saving. Because you're not paying for their medical, you're not paying their salary, and you don't have to worry about sick days. You know, a machine and a robot can work, you know, 24-7. Um, so from a business owner point of view, like, it makes sense. Technology makes sense, because it's saving you money, saving you time. Uh, but from a consumer's point of view, it does look bad, and it can seem like, well, why aren't any you know people actually working here? Um, have you guys heard about Amazon store? Okay, so they have a store where there's no registers. Um, you just grab whatever item you want, um, and you're able to just walk out with it, and it automatically bills you once you leave and walk through the sensors. Like there's people in the store, and they're like working and stocking and things like that but there's no checkout. You just walk in, grab whatever you want, put it in your basket or your, you know, your bag, and then you can just walk out with it once you're done. What's wrong, Tim? They're watching you. What? <laughs> They're watching you, though. How can you figure out who paid what if you don't have cameras that you want to figure that out? So you scan like the app, you scan it when you walk in, and then it kind of keeps track of things that you're grabbing and oh, so you take like scan. So you don't scan the item, you just scan to get in, and then it keeps track of everything that you grab. How? No, they do. They do have like an absurd amount of cameras everywhere, all over the ceiling and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they they use that, and then like along with you scanning in, they just they get the signal from your phone and from you know the top. Like they see every single step you take. Yeah. So I mean, you could be paranoid about that, but <laughs> it's definitely happening. Yeah. Uh, Brianna and then we'll go. Or like burglary. Correct. Unless you have the app and you're scanned in, you can't go into the store. What if someone's like walking out or in and you're 
It's, uh, I believe they have like kind of like the stop rails that allow you to get into it. So like it's one at a time. Yeah. Um, but you can like go in with friends and you can scan them in on your account so anything that they pick up will be billed to you. So I would say it would be the same as like any other credit card scam or fraud. Like people shop online, they steal your credit card, they shop online, and you just have to prove that this wasn't you. And it would kind of be the same way, but I feel like it might be a little better with that because they have all the cameras to actually see the person. Versus online, you, you don't know. Um, so, But they have to actually walk in the store with that device. Um, so I feel like it might be easier to catch them that way. But yeah, and then they're like, because it's like, um, they're, they're still kind of working on it, improving it. So their, their motto or theme is like, if you, you know, walk out the store and it doesn't charge you for something, like you can keep it. Like you don't have to go back and return anything or pay for it, like it's, it's yours. Um, so that's kind of their, their store. Um, I know, I don't think there's one out here. I know there's one in Seattle, because um, my brother went to it and he was like, we were talking live on, where were we? We were on FaceTime. And we were just talking live. He was kind of showing me the store, showing me what was going on, and it was just kind of interesting to see. Um, but I think it's, I think it's kind of cool. Um, I don't think that's the direction like every store is going into, um, but I think more stores will start to implement that same process um, if they're able to do it. Just because it's convenient, um, it saves them time, saves them money. Uh, let's see what time. Right here, 55. Okay, these last couple slides. Um, so a computer, the definition of a computer is a programmable electronic device that accepts data, performs operations on that data, um, and then stores the data. So a computer basically has five basic operations, which are listed here, uh, the iPost cycle, which is you're able to input data into the computer. The computer is able to process the information, the data that was entered. Output, it shows you the results, so you can like see, you can hear, uh, you can touch the results of it. Um, and storage is able to save the data, programs, or output for future use, so you're able to kind of go back to it later and see the information that was processed. And then it's able to communicate by sending or receiving data. So this communication one is a newer uh, operation. Before, it was just the four. It just only had to be able to input, process, output, and store. But now the fifth element of something being a computer is it has to be able to communicate with other devices, send or receive data. All right. So communication is a newer fifth um, operation that every computer should have. All right, so it has to be able to input information into it, um, and I say that can be, you know, text, it can be voice, um, auditory, um, it can be, you know, touch, but it has to be able to input information in there. Um, process that information, um, output, show you the results, and then store the data so that you can go back to it later, and then communicate, sending or receiving data. All right, so those are the five basic functions of a computer. Input, process, output, storage, communication.
And as soon as we get our campus going, like you guys will have access to all the slides that I'm showing you guys now. Um, uh, so if you ever like miss something during lecture, don't finish writing it out. You can always go back and check the slides and look at it through there. All right, so this is just kind of show an example of the whole computer process. So input, the user types in the numbers two and five. Process, it starts to add those numbers together, adds the two and five. The output will be the visual results of getting seven. And the storage will be you're able to go back to it later and recall what was processed, which was the five plus two, two plus five. All right, so that's just kind of showing you the visually what that process is of something being considered or called a computer. That makes sense? Okay. All right, so we have a couple items here, and let's see if we can kind of define it as whether it's a computer or whether it's not. Um, uh, don't worry, guys. By week 15, I'll, I'll know all your names. Uh, Mario. Uh, we'll go with the printer. Would that be considered a computer? Yeah. Is you able to input information? Yeah. Process the data? Uh, output? Get the results? Yes. Okay. Um, storage? You're able to store data information? Yeah. Okay. And then does it communicate with other devices, send or receive data? Yeah. Okay. So that would be considered a computer. It meets all the five basic operations of what a computer is. All right. Um, Josh, is that you? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want you. Uh, in the back. Yeah. What's your name? Kristen. Kristen. Okay. Kristen, we'll go with uh we'll go with the microwave. This microwave. Would that be considered a computer? <laughs> Say that one more time? Not sending any information out? Okay. So you're able to input information? Okay, it's able to process the data that was entered? Okay. And are you able to get the results? Okay. And then are you able to store data? Say so you don't think so? Okay. Uh, and then are you able to communicate, send or receive data? Uh, uh, huh? You think so? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so it does input, definitely. Um, it does processing information, output shows the results. As far as it storing information, what do you guys think? What do you guys say? I mean, it has resets. Okay. Hero. Probably not that calculator specifically, but other calculators possibly. Oh. For storage wise. Uh, oh. We're on the microwave. 
bad. Sorry, no, no, you're good. I'll call you when we get to the cafe. Though. <laughs> um, what What do you think about the microwave though? Here. The microwave. Uh, yeah. Like again, the same with the calculator. Maybe not that one, but other other microwaves, possibly. Okay. So, technically, like this one, although it's it's old, um, it does have like presets of data that is stored in there. Um, so like you can go back and always look at the popcorn time because you're able to store that information on there. Um, but as far as it communicating with other devices, sending or receiving data, then that would be a no. So that would make the microwave a computer. All right. What's wrong, Mario? I think, yeah, you can. You can? Yeah, because the microwave that I have well, no, 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 we're talking about this microwave. <laughs> yeah, this one. Yeah, this one. Yeah, this one. Yeah, no, other microwaves, yeah, definitely, yes. Um, you have a smart microwave? Yeah. Oh, you're lazy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, some people call it quite. I like the smart home, but people call me lazy. And I feel like it's nice to be able to, to wake up like, and start your coffee from bed. People say that's lazy. So you can't store any data inside the calculator. You can't type in two and five and then erase it and then go back to it later to see kind of the results of that. It's gone once you clear it. All right. And then the smartwatch, what did you guys say? Right, it's Apple, of course it's a computer. Uh, okay, so we'll, we'll stop right here for today. Um, any questions on anything? Okay, so uh, real quick before I let you guys go, um, our canvas should be up this weekend before the week. They told me they're working on it and they should have it done either by Friday or before Friday. So make sure you guys check your canvas because um, once it's open, I'll start to open up assignments in there so that and just kind of give you guys information, uh, the syllabus and all that type of stuff. All right, so make sure you guys are checking your canvas this weekend. Um, and if, remember, uh, there's no class Monday, uh, so remember we're going to be on the Wednesday schedule as far as class is concerned. Uh, if you guys have questions over the weekend, um, shoot me an email. And that's pretty much it. So I'll see second lab over there, first lab, you guys, I'll see you next Wednesday. Okay, so we are starting chapter one today from our lecture book, Introduction to the World of Technology. And what this chapter covers is kind of a little bit of everything. It's a flash flood warning. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Um, <laughs> well, that's nothing serious. Okay.
Um, all right, so <laughs> what chapter one covers is kind of a little bit of everything. It touches on kind of introducing you guys to technology, um, some of the things that are going on. Um, so it's not really focused in on something like specific, but it touches on kind of a little bit of everything. The other chapters are more kind of focused on certain areas and parts of dealing with computers, but chapter one is kind of broad an overview of most of the things that we're going to be talking about. So, as far as talking about technology, um, how do you guys feel about technology? How do you guys feel like where we're at technology? Are we moving too fast, too slow? Too slow? Okay. Why do you say too slow? Because there's a lot, so we need to catch up a lot with other, like, with like other countries, such as like um, Japan, like they have like robot serving restaurants and stuff like that, and then they have a lot more technological advances, and they're like a society that has like modern cities as well as like old school cities that are still like farming with animals. Gotcha. So it's like, needs to find a balance when everything is modern in the United States. Gotcha, gotcha. So you feel like we're behind a little bit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Versa, uh, I think it might be a little too fast yeah. because. Well, not only, I don't think that's a question, but I think it's that we're not covering all the bases. Because in Japan, like, they have the bullet train, which, like, takes, like, an eight-hour car ride into, like, two hours. So, like, they do have a lot of modernity, but they also have, like, rice farms that are, like, really inefficient, or not as efficient as other ways of farming with technology. And, like, in the U.S., like, we do have a lot of technology, like, such as phones, headphones, watches. But we also have a lot of, like, poverty, and we need to catch up. Like, technology needs to be able to help people who... Like don't have the, I guess the labor capabilities. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nice. Nice. Uh, oh, I was raising my hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I do think we're moving a, a, a lot too fast because computers is just taking over a lot of the physical jobs. Like you see a lot of people out of jobs that computers and cash registers mm-hmm. are taking over. People don't have jobs because computers are doing everything. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so what I, I would say to that, um, because it, it is happening, computers are replacing humans for a lot of jobs. It creates more computer jobs. It creates more computer jobs. And then you have to look at it from the other side of it, like the owner side of things. So if you could own a business and you can have a computer or a robot do the same thing that a human could do, what would you rather? What would you rather go with? Right? Um, you would have something that could work 24/7. You never get a call about a sick day. Um, you don't have to pay. You know, any benefits. It's, you know, you're paying for this this process or this you know computer to do something, and it's going to be able to do it better or cheaper, cheaper um, maybe than what a you know a human could. Um, and I know I know it, it sucks. Um, you know, if you're looking at it, you know, from that that side. Like if people losing their jobs, you know, from doing something that they used to do and that, you know, um, that they know how to do, and now they're being replaced by computers. But that's kind of why we're in here to learn about technology, to learn about how to create these processes ourselves. So instead of us allowing the computer to replace us, we can learn how to create the program and sell it to the people who are going to eventually replace us, right? Um, but we're we're making a profit, making money, or making this you know this process available to other people. So that's kind of like why we're here, why we're learning about technology, so that we're not 
left behind, but that we can keep up with it and maybe even, like I said, create something that could be used and everybody could benefit from it. So, uh, so let's let's get into it. Technology, right? <laughs> Okay, so uh, first part talks about the objectives and things like that. I'm not gonna go through that. Maybe it's blocking the signal. Okay. So computers. Is there ever gonna have access to these? No, uh, unless you pay the fee. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they'll, they'll be up on campus. So all you guys should be able to get into Canvas now. We'll check once uh, second lap go down to lap. But these slides will be on Canvas. Um, and to, I'll upload all the chapter slides uh, today so you'll have access to them before we actually talk about them in class. Um, so computers. Computers are everywhere, right? Um, everywhere we go, we're encountering computers. We just talked about how you know, in restaurants now, um, we're able to kind of place an order with a computer, right? McDonald's now has machines where you can place an order instead of actually going to a person. Um, so computers are being used in a lot of areas of our lives. Um, not just, you know, going out, but like in our personal lives, in school, they're used in a lot of areas. So we want to be familiar with them, we want to know about them so that we're not left behind and we're not stuck and can't do anything because we don't understand or know how to use a computer. Okay, so that term of computers being everywhere and being used in a lot of different parts of our lives is called pervasive or ubiquitous computing. All right, and that just means that computers are being used everywhere, um, being used for various reasons and purposes in our lives. So that term is called pervasive or ubiquitous. They both mean the same thing, uh, both referring to the same definition. <clears throat> so before, computers were not just like a simple household item like they are now. Anybody here who doesn't have a computer in their home? I do. I have like one. Oh, have doesn't have a computer. What? Wait, doesn't have a computer? Yeah. Uh, I do have a computer. Sorry. Okay, no, no, you're good. Anybody who doesn't have a computer in their home? So everybody has a computer in their home. Um, it wasn't always the case, though. Like computers were not just uh, kind of the necessity they are today. Um, I didn't grow up with a computer in my home uh, until like my 11th or 12th grade year of high school, um, which is like two years ago. Um, <laughs> no, it was like my 11th or 12th grade years when I first had a computer in our home. Um, but other than that, like growing up in elementary, um, middle school, like we never had a computer in home. My first contact with a computer was elementary, but we only went there to play games. We went like once a week and we played like Oregon Trail. And that was it. Um, we used this old Mac, a big floppy disk, and that was it. Um, that was what I knew about a computer. Um, there was no going research or internet like that we really went on. It was just go play games. So it was a fun experience. Um, but, can, oh, take my, no, go ahead. I thought your hand was up. Um, but yeah, but computers wasn't always you know, the item that they are now. They used to be really big, they were huge, and only owned by like business and companies. And that was only people had access to computers. And this is terrible. Uh, what, are they, what are they used for? Huh? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is shown a kind of example of one of the first computers that were used. So this whole big machine here was all considered a computer. Um, and then, like I said, my kind of first experience using the computer was on this this Mac here. Um, and you guys should know by now, Team iPhone. Um, we don't mention another brand here. Um, but yeah, that's what you know. Computers used to used to look like. Okay, so um, don't worry about this. You don't have to know this for the quiz or anything like that. But it just kind of talks about the history of computer and kind of where they came from to where we're at now. What's wrong with this picture? So she's using white out on the screen to try and erase the mistake that she made, right? How many of you guys used a typewriter before? How many of you guys have never seen a typewriter before? Okay. Like in person. How many of you guys have never seen a typewriter in person? Not in person. Not in person. Okay. So typewriters used to be kind of the computers of old, um, to where you would type all your documents and things like that. And that was your way of erasing, because there was no backspace on a typewriter. You had to use whiteout to kind of erase over it. Um, and so she's learning about technology, right? But she's not quite there yet, because she doesn't know, you know, to press the backspace to get rid of the text that you don't want. Um, and so basically that kind of that term, that literacy, computer literacy, is what everyone should have. Um, which is why we're here, that's why we're learning uh, to understand what a computer is and how it works. We don't want to be the person you know, who doesn't understand computers, uh, doesn't understand technology and how it works. But that's why we're here, that's what we're learning. Um, which now is an essential skill for everyone. It used to just be like it was you know, something like that was good to know, but it wasn't necessarily a necessity. But now it's like really valuable to understand technology and know how computers work. Um, is there anybody who works a job that doesn't come in contact with computers? <coughs> no. Okay. Patrick? I'm a swim instructor. Swim instructor. I mean, well, you have computers for the schedule, but I don't do the schedule. Okay. Anybody else? 
how to use it um, is required on a lot of jobs. And then, this is talking about kind of the conversions, how everything's becoming smart now. Um, what do you guys think about like <coughs> smart devices, smart homes? They watch and listen. Huh? They watch and listen to everything. They watch and listen to everything. Alexa told me some stuff that she did not need to know. <laughs> got you, got you. Um, so that was one of the kind of the big uh, problems or big issues that was brought up with like the Alexa, um, and all the other little like you know smart devices was that they're constantly listening, waiting for you to say like hey Alexa or hey Google. And a lot of people didn't really know or understand that part of it, that it's listening and recording things that, you know, waiting to hear you say the magic words like hey Alexa. Um, and there were a couple of cases where like um, Google uh, the like law enforcement wanted the transcripts from like the Google Alexa so they can hear kind of maybe what took place before the incident happened or occurred. Um, and there, there were a couple of cases like that. I know there was one murder case for sure um, that kind of went to trial and they were trying to get those transcripts uh, to see like if they could hear anything that took place before like the murder actually happened. Um, but that's just like I said, a lot of things uh, that people just kind of buy because it's trendy, it's a fad, and people don't really understand kind of the privacy aspect of it not knowing that this device is listening to everything that's going on. Um, you guys have like other smart devices, smart lights? Um, I have a phone. I'm not sure if it's a smartphone. Okay, it's probably a smartphone, looks like. Some people calling it lazy. Um, 
Do you guys feel like technology like helps us be lazy, or do you feel like it? Yeah. Hold on, one, one at a time, one at a time. We'll go, we'll go, Patrick, and then we'll come up here, and then we'll go here. So I mean, I can turn my lights off from my bed. I can turn them on. Um, I can kind of start the microwave, but that's it's like a really long process. I have to go through the printer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's really it's, it's stupid, but only for certain certain frozen foods. They have a deal with my microwave that we have at home. You can put in the serial number, and it'll search the internet and cook it for the however long, because you know you can't look at the back of the packaging or something. Uh-huh. But then it's too far away from the router, so hook it up to the printer. Okay. So just like things like that, I was like. Um,
and you have to have this, you know, coffee maker where you can, you know, set your coffee from bed and things like that. Um, but 
it is nice to have if you have it, right? Um, so we'll, we'll get into it a little more. Um, so it just talks about you know various ways we use computers uh, at home, in our home. Uh, looking up information, shopping, watching TV, downloading music and movies, legally of course. Um, use to play games, make vacation plans. Any gamers in here? You guys play uh, what's the new game Apex? I don't know. I play Nintendo games. I have me on the PS. I don't have Okay. I don't have a PS. Uh, I'll get the game if I got it. Okay. I got an Xbox and I play PC. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I'm not great. Like I don't. <laughs> I just I have a gaming computer that I try to play on. So yeah. So Apex. I haven't played it yet. Um, once I get time, I'll play um, So Fortnite then? <laughs> you know what? I tried Fortnite. I just didn't like it. Um, it's, yeah, it's, uh, the, the shooting is, is cool, I guess. I just don't like the building part of it. Um, That's the point. I made so much money off that game. I made so much money off that game. I don't play it anymore because it's trash now, but I made a lot of money off that game. See, I'm used to, like, Call of Duty and, you know, yeah. games. Have you ever played Overwatch? I haven't played Overwatch. Okay, well, it's basically Apex is solid, it's Blackout, plus, plus, uh, I guess Overwatch character. Okay. So that's the best reference of history. It's Blackout, but you can also, like, use a special. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm gonna have to check it out for sure. Um, so, I wanted to show you guys this. Uh, Oh, 
All right. Um, I just thought that was funny. Um, like the first part is cool, right? You, we have this technology that you know makes things convenient, makes things cool. You know, you've made this juice. Uh, those door opening closed just from you know saying open door. Um, but then when problems occur, like there, he didn't have like any solution to be able to you know solve like the key. Um, it's nice to have the door that void command, but if you don't have like a key to simply have that as a backup, then it turns into like a huge problem, right? Um, voice command, if something happens to your voice and it doesn't recognize you, like you're kind of stuck. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, cool and good things about technology, but then there needs to be something in place to kind of have, like to fall back on just in case something happens, right? Um, yeah. What were you gonna say? No. Yeah. what were you gonna say? Well, it's not really relevant to technology stuff. I was just gonna say, like, if you have a child growing up in that environment, like, you're just giving off commands, like, what kind of people are you gonna be raising with technology? Like, you just expect to have everything for you, like, smooth, like, you don't go to someone, like, hey, like, talk, entertain me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, you, you create, like, really, like, aggressive people who, like, don't have social skills. Gotcha, I, I, can, I can get that. Um, I mean, there is, uh, I mean, people now, don't really talk to each other. Um, like, pretty sure most of you guys notice. Like the first day of class, when most of you guys get in here and just sit down, most of you guys won't like say talk to the person next to you. Like, hey, how's it going? Or you know, won't say anything. You guys will just be on your phones, just kind of checking emails, social media. Um, like when you go into like an office, um, most times you just sit down and you pull out your phone, and you're just kind of in your own world instead of, you know, just talking to people. Uh, it used to be, you know, when you go in somewhere, like an office, you sit down, if you're next to somebody, like, you know, hey, how's it going? And you kind of start a conversation, like you watch the game, or, you know, you kind of start something, or uh, sunny day outside, huh? Um, just, so that you're not, <laughs> just so you're not sitting there, like, you know, doing nothing. Um, and But that helped with, you know, people being able to talk to people, meet people. But now, it's just we do all of our talking and meeting through text and our phones, and that's, that's where we're at. Um, we walk around campus, we're here, you know. We're, we're here, we're not, you know, necessarily aware of what's going on around or seeing what's going on, but we're just kind of in our own little world. Um, I'd say, which does have an effect on kind of the younger generation growing up. Um, like, it's, it's just, it's different. Um, with technology and the way that they have access to it, it's different. Not saying that, that it's like totally bad, because there are some good things, there are some good uses now. Um, uh, a lot of kids now are like playing on tablets and using phones at a really young age. Um, but some of them are, are you know, just kind of watching videos to kind of be entertained. But some are actually learning. Some are watching programs to kind of learn how to start computer programming. Um, I was working with my younger nephew and had this app on his iPad. And it basically teaches you how to program but in the form of a game. So he's playing the game, but it's teaching him actually how to write like computer programs. And so there are things like that that can definitely help. But like I said, if we're just, you know, riding in the car and we hand, you know, our child or nephew like a phone so they can watch videos just to keep them busy, then that's not necessarily, may not be helping them, depending on what the video is, right? Um, so it has some, some advantages, but then it also may have some disadvantages um, also. Um, so it talks about the smart appliances, the smart homes, um, and how they're you know becoming common now. Have you guys seen like the smart refrigerator? 
No. What do you guys What do you guys think about it? Randall, what, what do you think? necessity and everybody has to have one but I think it's cool if you do have one uh, like one of the features I saw is like there's a camera inside the smart refrigerator so if you're at the grocery store and you don't know what you have inside your refrigerator you can access it through your phone to see like if you need anything else um, if you're not sure like you know how much milk you have right you can look through the app on your phone to see okay I have milk so I'm good I don't need that um, I feel like there are some good you know uses good features for it um, also, if you're trying to maybe uh, cook and follow somebody's like cooking instructions, uh, it has a screen to display and you can kind of follow along that way. Um, plays music, so maybe if you're cooking and you want to hear some music, you can you know do that. There's some good good uses for it. Um, like I said, I definitely don't think it's a necessity and you have to have it. And but I feel like it can make things a little easier. Um, so. Uh, there's there's a lot of smart smart appliances out there. Um, like I said, there's smart refrigerators, smart microwaves, smart stoves. Um, everything is pretty much smart now. Smart TVs. Um, you guys have smart watches? Yeah. How many people have a smart watch? Okay. Cool. Cool. My last class, they don't, it was only. What two. is a smart watch? Smartwatch, um, basically an Apple Watch. Anything else is kind of like semi-smart. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like an Apple Watch um, that has internet technology on it. I'm just joking, guys. If you have something else, it's semi-smart. Um, <laughs> all right, so computers in education. Uh, we use computers a lot now. Um, what do you guys think about e-books? You guys like them? Yeah. No. no? Why not? I feel like you don't retain it. Like, it's hard to follow along because you get a notification and you're like, oh shit, let me check that out. And then you just, like, not, not so much that, just like when I read online textbooks, like, I just don't feel like I learned anything. Like, it's just in one year, not the other. Gotcha. Okay, let me ask you guys this. How many of you guys read the newspaper? Like on Sundays. On Sundays? <laughs> okay, okay. Do you know there's a, there's a lot of, like, older people who would say, like, uh, you guys aren't necessarily like learning because you're not like reading a, like a physical newspaper. If like if you get your news like online um, or through your notifications, they would kind of say, in a sense, kind of the same thing that because the younger generation growing up now, they're going to be familiar with ebooks and they're going to be comfortable with them. To where like eventually books are kind of going to be old school, um, and so you kind of pick up on this cycle, this pattern of, you know, one generation doing things one way, and then another generation, something new comes out, and then the older generation says, you know, the newer technology is not as good, but then the young generation is saying, the older technology is old, like, 
And so you kind of have this cycle of generations. Um, What's your take on AI? What's my take on it? As far as it like being good or bad, or like as far as where it's going. In general, uh, AI is cool. Um, I feel like it's it's progressing. It's not, you know, it's not there to where it's like uh, perfect or I mean close to perfect. Um, but I feel like it's it's progressing, and I feel like it's benefiting in a lot of areas more than it's not benefiting. You're not scared of it? Scared of it? No. What do you say? You said we're going too fast. You said we're going too fast. Well, why do you say that? He said that he's going to terminate. Something like that. Oh. Okay. I mean, I could see if there was robots that were active and out. Then I can see maybe, but like their robots are not like necessarily out like that. Um, so where we're just walking around interacting with robots, or kind of like an iRobot scenario where there's a bunch of maids and household robots that eventually kind of turn and take over. Like I can see if we were kind of close to that, but I don't feel like we're anywhere near there for that to happen. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know uh, he's a pretty smart guy, um, but I, I would disagree with him on that, saying we're, we're too far with AI. What do you think about, like, technology, like, being a part of you? Like, if you could have that, like, iWatch, like, on, like, on your skin? Because, like, there's some companies where, like, they chip their coworkers mm -hmm. or their workers, and, like, that's their access code. Like, they just wave their hands. Definitely. And they, um, they buy stuff with it. Yeah, definitely. I'm not for that. Um, for me, for me, um, I wouldn't like work for a company or wouldn't. I wouldn't be in a situation where I'm forced to do that. Um, it's, I guess, cool if that's the route that you know they're going into. But me personally, no, I'm not being uh, like integrated with technology in that sense of like. And and I understand like the the benefits of it about like making things easier. Because uh, I read an article they were talking about that and just talking about like identification. Like, so you wouldn't have to carry around a wallet or anything because you'll have the chip with all your information, all your money, you can do any transactions and things like that. And it sounds cool, um, but me personally, no. Um, but that's just, that's just kind of my personal preference. Um, uh, Josh, and then, then we'll go back. one but like and then I would just hold my ring 
with the ring thing like on the Apple Pay reader, yeah. and it would work. And then like charging the ring, and then like wearing the ring, it was a big hassle. Yeah. But eventually, sold it on. Uh, it wasn't. It was the red one, Let go. But so I mean, like I've done it. Not yet. Soon though. I could see it happening. Like for the amount that we're supporting Apple Pay and Android Pay, why not yeah. just put it on your body and not on your phone? Definitely, definitely. I mean, like Aristo was saying, there are some companies that that's what you have to do in order to get access into that company, into that system, their database, their center. Like you have to have that chip implanted in you because it grants you access into everything. Um, it guarantees and ensures that you are that actual person so no one else can like steal your ID or steal your keys. Uh, I mean, they can, but it's gonna hurt you if they go in there and take it. Um, but it, it just kind of helps with security in a sense. And like I say, a lot of companies might you know, as technology progresses, might move in that direction of, you know, kind of not forcing employees, but um, highly recommending employees to get this done so that it grants them access into, you know, a system. So. Have you seen Black Mirror? I've seen a couple episodes. I haven't seen all of them. Um, yeah, I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen a couple. There was something like that in Black Mirror. Yeah, I was gonna reference like they have like there's an episode like where they have like the internet like in their eye like they have, I don't know if it's like some sort of contact lens and okay. like they have little control to just like see everything. Wow. Oh yeah, they can like rewind. Yeah, they can rewind to like block people so that it's just like static when you see them. Wow. You can't hear them. It's crazy. I have to I have to watch that. One. They do that um. in the military where they scan your eye to get inside a certain facility. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily a chip, but by recognizing your eye, I guess your eye color or something. I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like with the facial recognition. Yeah, exactly. kind of Yeah, like that. Um, Mitch, thinking of Black Mirror, I uh, saw the one episode where they have like the, the social uh, media kind of sensors in their the eyes. The score? Yeah. Um, you seen that episode? Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's where basically like everybody has like this social credit and justice system. It's basically social media. Um, but it's like, it's in your eyes and you can see people and see like kind of their score, see how good of a person they are. Um, and if you're cool with them or if you're friends with them, then you can like give them a like or a thumbs up and it kind of adds to their points or values, kind of this system. If you don't like them or if they do something bad, you can kind of drop their score also. Um, and so every, you have this society where everybody is kind of walking around and trying to be as nice as possible and as friendly as possible to get a higher score, to get a better rating because the better your rating is, the better your score is, the more things you have access to. So you have like these exclusive clubs that only like, you know, five star people can go into. And, and so you just have this kind of this weird society. Um, but what, what was crazy about it is me and my wife were driving one night, we're going out and we're listening to the radio, it's like a talk radio show. And they were talking about how China is basically implementing this social injustice system. So where everybody kind of has a score, this rating, um, and based off of, like, say, what type of person you are, that rating goes up and down. Wow. So. There was a quote from Jurassic Park. I think it was like, you didn't, uh, the guy was talking to the scientist, you didn't, you were too busy thinking about if you could, you didn't stop to think if you should. Ah. I think it can apply to some technological advances. Definitely. Definitely. I, 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 could, I could agree with that. So yesterday, my brother sent me like a, that one well, our group, our family group, sent like this website that 
it shows you like what kind of score you have like around your neighborhood. Okay. And so I feel like the same thing China's doing. We have it here too. It's just not a lot of people know about it. Like he sent us all our scores, like our how good we are or whatever. It was really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't have to. I have to look through the group chat. Gotcha. I have the link. It's, it's creepy. Yeah. If you have that, like <laughs> send it to me so I can check it out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, all right, so this just kind of shows some examples of how we use computers in school. Um, we have labs, classroom, uh, wireless hotspots. This is learning. We can take classes online. We can uh, learn about you know different topics uh, through other campuses, other teachers in different areas. So it provides a lot of opportunities for us. Um, on the job, we kind of talked about that, how we use computers on the job. Most of our jobs that we have, we applied online in order to get the job. Um, and so that just kind of shows some examples of, um, so computers on the go, right? So even like in our daily lives, going to the store, going out, like we come in contact with computers constantly. Um, what do you guys feel about, like how do you feel about self-checkout? I don't know about self-checkout. It's like the best cashier. The best cashier? <laughs> okay. What did you say? Best friend? Best friend? Yeah. Depends okay. on what you're getting. If you're getting a lot of vegetables, it's a pain. You're getting a lot of vegetables, it's a pain. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Caleb, how do you feel about self-checkout? I like it. It's easier. It's quicker. Easier, quicker? Okay. Okay. Um, Penny, how do you feel about self-checkout? Takes too long. It's too many errors. It's always you need attention. I don't like it. You don't like it. Gotcha. Interesting. Um, Short not lines. Huh? Shorter lines, that's why I use it. Shorter lines, yeah. okay. Um, so, I, like, I don't have a problem with self-checkout. I just feel like um, there should be, like, some training administered for self-checkout. Um, so where people who don't know how to use it, like, you train on another system, and then you come over. Because um, sometimes you get people who don't know how to use it, and they're taking all day, and they slow down the whole reason of me getting in the self-checkout line is to go. They should have like one to train on, like practice, and then you get a certificate, like you pass. Regular one. But yeah, other than that, like I don't have a problem with subject. I think it does depend on like what you're getting. Um, kind of matters as far as whether I use it or not. Um, another issue they were talking about, like in my other class, they were they brought up like the bag situation mm -hmm. because now you have to kind of wait on them to give you a bag if they're dealing with other people. Um, so that kind of slows down the self-checkout a little bit. Um, and they also, they were saying like they like self-checkout because they don't like talking to the people at the register. Mm -hmm. you, guys, <laughs> you guys feel that way or? I don't like talking to the people at the register. It's just all like, don't talk to me. <laughs> it's interesting, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I, uh, like, I don't mind, like I don't, Mind talking to people? That, like, that's not my reason for not going to the checkout. Like I said, usually the lines are just shorter at self-checkout. Um, so that's why I would go that route. Um, but yeah, some people would say like they prefer self-checkout just because they don't have to deal with people or anybody. Um, so I just think that's a little, a little interesting. Um, you guys like people? Sure. Does you like people? No, I oh, that's people. crazy. I, I <laughs> hey, Bruno, um, you want to sit somewhere else? You don't like people. Man. No. Like, really what are you saying? My family's like super huge, so you have to like people. Gotcha, gotcha. I get you, I get you. Um, 
How many guys are only child? Hmm? Like your only child in your family? You like people? Yeah. Yeah. You sure, Caleb? You kind of hesitated. <laughs> no. Both people. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, I just, I think it's interesting. Um, just to that we're at the place to where we'd rather deal with a computer than to deal with, you know, people, humans. I just want to share this quick story. Mm-hmm. Last month, um, I was in Indiana, and I checked out at um, and the transaction was finished, and she was like, would you like a bag? And I was like, no, sorry, I don't have a dime on me. And I walked out, uh-huh. and I felt so stupid that I don't have that tax there. And she was like offering me a bag. <laughs> oh. I was like, sorry, I, can't, I don't have a dime. And then I walked away, and I felt so dumb. Uh, like, did you go back? You can never no, go back. I, I, I was so embarrassed. I just, I just left. <laughs> it was just a pretty big thing. You have to go back. I felt like rude too. I was like, I don't, I don't have a dime. That's why you go back. Just to clear things up. I was like, I'm gonna be in another state tomorrow morning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Um, but yeah, that that's it's uh, real rude of you, Patrick. Sorry. I said it's real rude of you. Um, I know. I, I felt yeah. like terrible. Yeah. Like I, I'm assuming you should be like, hey, why did he do that? But seeing my eyes now, you're like a two star. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, all right. Uh, so this is just kind of showing how you know technology, how we're using it, uh, various places, restaurants, ordering off of iPad. You guys been to Stack? Yeah. yeah. You can order your food like through an iPad. Um, so just kind of eating now is not necessarily, not, not that it's like a necessity to know how to use a computer to eat, but in a sense, like if you walk in the store and if you don't know how to necessarily work an iPad, they would have to send somebody over to kind of help you order your food, um, which is taken away from that person doing something that they actually should be doing. Um, so it's almost coming to the point to where we're needing technology to do kind of everything, um, almost. I say it's not there, but it looks like it's kind of heading almost in that direction of being able to use technology. Um, what time are we out of here? Okay. It's fifty-five, man. I got yeah, I got thirty minutes. Okay, so <laughs> the definition of a computer is a programmable electronic device that accepts data, performs operations on that data, stores the data, and its instructions called program determine the task the computer will perform. So basically, everything that is considered a computer must do these five basic operations. So it must be able to input information into it. It needs to be able to process that information, and then it's gonna be able to output to show you the results of what was inputted and processed, and then it's going to be able to store the data, and then kind of the newer fifth thing now, dealing with computers, is communication. It needs to be able to communicate by sending or receiving data. So those are the five operations that everything that is considered a computer needs to be able to do. It needs to be able to input information into it, and you can input it in various forms. It can be voice, it can be you know, actual key commands. Um, and then we have processing, where it's able to process that data. Um, if you're asking it to do something, it's able to process it so that it makes sense. And output, show you the results. And that can be you know, through a display screen, that can be through sound, that can be 
um, through like something printed out, um, those are showing you kind of the results of what was processed. And then store, so it's able to save data, programs, or output for future use. So you can go back to it later and look at the information that was there. Or it has some type of storage technology to, to store data in there. Uh, what if, like, if it were to print out the output, wouldn't that technically count as storage? No. Well, I guess it can, but we're talking about storage digitally. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, this is a good question. Good question. Um, and then communicating by sending or receiving data, so it should be able to communicate, um, typically with other devices, internet, that type of communication. Uh, sending or receiving data. Uh, what do we mean like performing operations? So performing operations, so like if you tell it to um, process, or if you tell it to print something, the processing part of it is actually, you know, communicating with the printer to be able to actually print something out. Um, the example they use here in the book is um, processing. So input would be the user types in the number two and five. The processing part of it is the computer adds those two numbers together. So that's the processing to take the two numbers, process them, add them together, um, and then it gives you the results, which are the output of seven, and then the computer is able to store it. So you're able to go back to it later and see what was processed, what was inputted, and see those results. So this is kind of like a visual example of what we just saw, of what a computer is kind of classified in. And we know the last thing is communication, where it's able to communicate by sending and receiving data. So, so based off of that definition of what a computer is, um, we'll start with the microwave. Um, Rowan, would you say this microwave is a computer? Does it have the five basic functions? No. Okay, so are we able to input information into the microwave? Okay. Is it able to process that information? Yeah. Yeah. Is it able to output, show us the results? Yeah. Okay. Is it able to store data information? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. We're, we're talking this microwave here. Yeah. What, would you, what would you say, Ron? You would say no? Okay, so we'll say yes. And then sending and receiving data? Maybe. Does that have to be over the internet? Like, can it be sending data to a screen? Uh, no, it should be like sending <laughs> or receiving data like from other, almost other devices. Okay. So this one would be a no. Like there are microwaves that are considered a computer because they're able to send and receive data. Um, but this one, we would say no with that. All right. Um, let's go with the printer. Landon. It is a computer. You're able to input information, yes. process that information, yes. store it. Yes. Uh, let's say output. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank. Uh, is it able to output information, the results? Okay. And then is it able to communicate? Okay, so that printer would be considered a computer. Um, we'll go with the calculator. Uh, don't tell me. Uh, All right, tell me. 
Lucas. Lucas. Sorry, sorry. Lucas. All right, just calculate it here. Uh, no. You no? can't it, store the data. This well, is a, not that one. This one's a top of the line graphing. <laughs> All right, so you're able to input information into it? Yeah. Okay, you're able to process that information. Output. See the results? Uh, store? So, I know it says memory, but typically, like with a calculator like this, you can't go back later to see, like you know, what you inputted. Um, typically, in most cases. Um, so, and then sending and receiving data, communicating. No. So this one wouldn't fall under the category of computer. Like there are calculators that yes, it would, but this one, no. Um, and then Apple Watch. Uh, What'd you say? Of course. Of course, right? Apple. Come on. <laughs> um, all right, so it does all the five basic functions there. Um, what time are we at? Okay, so we'll stop right here for today. Uh, were there any questions on anything? Patrick? Um, for the, what type of, like, define the storage? Is it as in, like, Storing the processes that it does, or storing input that it's been given. It's kind of a little bit of both. Um, so some things you would say kind of storing uh, the process that's done, then other things is having the ability to be able to kind of store the So it really just depends on kind of what you're doing or your But yeah, you can kind of say a little bit. All right, so uh, before you guys head out, real quick, um, make sure you go on Canvas. Uh, well, first off, make sure you go on Canvas. Uh, you'll see all the assignments. We're going to post some things about being able to get like Excel for free. Um, you'll see some announcement posted, some discussions. If you guys have questions, you, I'll post them in there, or you can post them in there. Uh, second lab, we'll head down to iTech 19. No problem. Um,